What's up? Welcome into the Thoughts Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ian Sork, joined by James Tringali. Wanted to do a quick little preview of tomorrow's game for the homo- the over of the season. Packers at the Bears, I believe it is. Um, we'll get into that, talk about that game. What you believe? Look like. Sorry? You believe it's the Packers-Bears? Yeah, no, it is. I guess I should be pretty sure about that. But I want to start here with the contracts that were given out today. Start with Jared Goff. Earned. You're right. Forgive they me. were earned. They were earned. But I want to start with Jared Goff's contract first. Four-year extension that is worth $134 million, 110 guaranteed. I feel like we have this conversation often, um, and we talk about how teams should spend their money and how just the way that the current CBA is set up. You really only have a couple of years to get it done. Um, Goff's rookie unless you're year, the Pats. Yeah. Unless you're the past. But Goff's rookie year wasn't great. Um, probably didn't have the best structure in place. McVay comes in, and he looks like a completely different guy. He was great this past season. Probably going to be great for them. How do you feel about them paying him this much money, making him the um, the biggest contract in NFL history, right? Highest-paid quarterback ever. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I didn't think about it till you said that. I mean, it's just it's whoever, whatever guy's next up. What's crazy, the fact that you said that is like his first extension. Is it bigger than Rodgers? Are you sure about that? Yeah, it makes him the highest paid quarterback in the league. So his first deal is better than Rodgers' fourth, third, or fourth. What, the semantics doesn't yeah. really matter. It's just I don't know if they're. I mean, outside of a because people will complain about this, right? Like baseball, they have the luxury tax now to deter owners like the Steinbrenners from just buying championships, right? Um, but you have to imagine there's there's got to be a happy medium where I don't want to say Jerry Goff can't get paid or doesn't get this money but like the nba you see it where their first extension isn't as big as what it could be but on the flip side i would argue for like running backs their first deal should probably be their biggest deal it should be yes you know so it's a but they they took away because the however the last cba was set up bradford sam bradford was the last one i think to get the big payday yeah. where like number one overall pick he got like 50 mil guaranteed so it's almost like an overcorrection where now rookies don't get paid enough the top guys and the guys that are getting extensions are almost paid too much not that that's a thing because two sides put pen to paper but it's just the state of where we are i mean it's like when we were preparing i said they're paying for continuity they're paying to not start over He's good with the potential to be great, and that's the market dictates that you make him the next highest-paid guy. Yeah, and that's the thing I think some people are like, well, he's good. Is he $110 million good? Is he good enough to make Aaron Rodgers isn't worth what he's paid, and I'm a Packers fan. He's not. He's not. You're saying he should be paid he's not. more? No, no he's absolutely not. not. Less. If it was a free market, yeah, you'd probably get more. Yeah. 
But my point with the salary cap and the restrictions, it is the ultimate team sport. And it's kind of funny how, like, the talking heads, like, the NBA is a point guard league. The NFL is a quarterback league. In the last six, seven years, we've seen an old Tom Brady, who's obviously playing better at his age than any guy ever. But most people would – like, he wouldn't be one of their – other than the clutch playoff aspect, right, which is obviously what matters. But, like, he's not the best quarterback in the league. Not anymore, no. He's the most accomplished, definitely most trusted, right? But what, like, what's amazing is that dude always took pay cuts. That, that more than anything, I shouldn't say more than anything, behind his play and Belichick's coaching, the fact that he never paid, got paid what he should have is the third reason why they've won so many Super Bowls. These last three, the first three. Yeah, years. no, definitely. So, like, this era where they've reemerged after 10 years kind of not really being there. They were there, but not being dominant. No. Or in the Super Bowl every year almost, it feels like. So, these QBs, running backs, wideouts, they take the money, and they're basically – Forfeiting a chance to win a Super Bowl. You're handcuffing them. You're handcuffing your team. Because now the Rams are going to have a window at some point. I mean, the extension doesn't kick in until, I believe, 2022. So you're only going to have a few. I mean, a few years is enough, I guess, too. And then you can try and figure out to make things work. And if the CBA changes, I think, in 2021, which is a whole different conversation, then it can work out. But I think this goes back to the point where it's like, these teams only have a couple of years to get this right. You need to have a quarterback on a rookie deal, put together a great offensive line and defensive line. Your interior line play needs to be great, and then find pieces around that can work and obviously get the talent that you can, but you're going to be restricted. Yeah. So. I mean, I would just – I would like, as a fan, especially with football, where it's definitely baseball too, but it's just not as popular anymore. Football, to me – Fans root for the team. You know, the, the the guys typically don't last forever. Quarterback's really the only, like, when you look back on, like, when teams question their team, it's usually around quarterbacks, right? With the Packers, the whole Favre ordeal, when the Niners were deciding between Montana and Steve Young. Right. Not that yeah. we're alive, but we can mm-hmm. watch YouTube yeah. and yeah, we can ESPN. <laughs> but – that's like the only time team like fan bases really question their fandom. It's similar to Premier League. Like it's Arsenal or nothing. Like players come and go. You fall in love with them. What I'm getting at is it'd be nice if they came up with a structure where teams are rewarded for drafting well and they can pay guys more to stay, but it doesn't handcuff them and and make them essentially sacrifice. Like it's a fact that they drafted well and the guys became good and then they had to pay them and now they're not as good anymore. Right. Otherwise it's just, all right, bye. We got to let you go and start over. I, I, I just think the league would benefit fan bases. Everything would benefit if you can keep really good guys and not have to sacrifice that. But when you have a salary cap, that's what's going to happen. Between the franchise tag and just the way these things are structured, you're right. I mean, and we've seen some movement, I think, in general with free agency. There's been more of it. 
the past couple of days, there was some movement, some trades going on. That was cool, but you're right. I think they need to restructure the whole thing. Hopefully in 2021, these guys are ready to actually do that because unlike basketball where you have 12 guys or whatever, and there's probably more financial opportunities for those dudes in general. When you have 52 guys and you have a, a good portion of those guys not making top tier money, it's tougher for them to hold out. So, but if you're the Rams in this instance, I guess you had to do it. And McVeigh's probably played played a huge role in in his progression and his success. So you could probably ask the question like, could you plug another guy in there? But to your point, they're probably just don't want to start over. And McVeigh likes him a lot. They they work well. I mean, you could get a guy in there who isn't as coachable. Or because I mean, sometimes golf gets flack or gets made fun of for the fact that McVeigh's in his ear till the 15 second mark when the radio goes off. Yeah, you know, some people might have. Or he, I mean, he he'll probably never get the respect if he does end up, you know, continuing to progress and become one of the best QBs and really warrant what they paid him. He'll probably never get the full respect, right? But my thing with football. Coach QB system, all three have to gel. Yeah, yeah, it has to be one. Or one has to just be absolutely absurd to overcome one of the other two, right? I mean, that's just like we get in stupid arguments, silly arguments with the Brady, who deserves more credit, Belichick, Brady, the system, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's – you can just go around and around, but – no, I mean, this is the market. This is the way – I don't know if they foresaw that this kind of stuff was going to happen. I'm interested, before we jump to Deke, Zeke, which was the other deal, what does this mean for Dak? That's the thing, too. Because that dude started throwing around 40, 40 million. And yeah. what was this? I guess this comes out to, what, 110 over four? It's guaranteed 110. So, I mean – just under 30 no my math's off 30 so it's it's not even 35 no no. yeah one 140 would be 35 so he's pretty pretty damn close i mean if you're dak and you're throwing around 40 like look he's probably somewhat of a tactic right it's yeah 100 percent. it has to be i mean the his numbers do not suggest that he should get anywhere near that that number. One of the worst red zone quarterbacks this past season. He is playing with good fantasy value. Good fantasy value. <laughs> it helps when you have a monster O line with just freaks of nature who are really good, and you have a running back who's arguably the best in the league. So yeah, that helps you when you're a quarterback. Um, he doesn't deserve forty million. I, I mean, look. I don't know what he deserves, but I mean, if you're if you're a team, I just unless he comes out this year and then he's, you know, Joe Montana reincarnated, then I don't know how you can do that. He's one. That's one for sure. If I'm Dallas, I don't make him. The, I don't. I don't continue this trend. You can't. They're paying everybody else, rightly so. Jalen Smith. Deserves it. Lael Collins, it's amazing that he fell the like yeah, the whole seriously. whatever it was, murder 
or whatever came out yeah. right before the draft. That he was a top five talent, and he he's, fell. He's, a, he's really good. And they took a chance on him, and it ended up obviously not being true, um, or at least he didn't go to jail for it. Um, they've drafted. I mean, Van Den Esch, They're going to have to pay him fairly soon. Amari's going to have to get paid, and they haven't. That's a position they haven't drafted very well at. Um, and they just paid Zeke. To me, if I'm Zeke, man, sure you like you 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 start the you started high. You got no state income tax. You're definitely more marketable as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback when the Dallas Cowboys are good. Yep. You're going to make more off the field than any of those dudes. He has a great story. Seems like a really great guy. Go on and on and on how he would make more staying and taking less with Dallas than if he demands more and, and go somewhere else. And if you're Dallas, I mean, you, Z- you don't pay him golf money, man. Z- you Z- don't. Z- I'm, Z- I'm not even I, – I, you say that – like, look, I'm not saying – this is not a prediction. All I'm saying is if you look at all these other things and all the guys are paying, he's not what makes that run. Like, no, it's the offensive With golf, line. he's not what makes it run either, but he's a part – to me, he's a bigger part of it, and you would definitely have to start over. Not completely, but it wouldn't be that easy, whereas, I mean, Nick Foles, for example, which, I mean, he's in, I'm just – I'm like no, – I mean, yeah, A they, guy like that comes to mind. If he plays with Dallas, like, what? Yeah. Like, they're legit. They, they, there's no drop-off um, yeah. I mean, is, I, is what I'm getting if at. If you're Dallas, you can pay – Dak, $22 million a year, $23 million a year. I mean, that's not well, – I mean, look, you go back five years, that's that's a hell of a lot more than he ever thought he was going to get paid. No, that's a cool that's a cool. And pay. again, like – I'll take that. The other off-the-field sh- stuff, I just think, would be so much better for him. And, and he'll probably get a TV gig after he's done. It seems like if you, if you play for the Cowboys, you can just <laughs> go get a TV gig right out. Well, maybe so. they'll have their own TV network. Like the Yankees eventually. I'm surprised I mean, I'm they surprised don't they already. Don't actually. No, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, good for Zeke. I think it worked out in a way for him. And I, I mentioned, I think I said this earlier. It's like Le'Veon, he tried to do this and it didn't work out. And he sat out. James Conner was excellent. Pittsburgh was good enough, at least at times. It seemed like they could be successful. The offense was just as good. The offense was, was just fine. Um, and in this case, Jerry Jones, who's up there in age, wants to win another championship, um, and he's not getting any younger. He knows Zeke is important to what they do, and I don't think they want to see a situation. I mean, he didn't want to risk a situation where he puts out a team out there and the running back isn't as productive. And then not only that, now they are they losing games, but it's going to have to pay Zeke more, and it's, it's going to make his case even better. So, what yeah. do you What do you think? You think they pay Pony? You think they go over golf? Um, there's no way. I, I don't think he's going to, he's They're going to pony up that type of bread. I don't, I don't think there's no way. Um, 20, 25 million, 20 to 25 million. I, I just don't see it. He, has, he hasn't been good enough. Apparently they offered him 30, right? Apparently, allegedly. And he turned it down. So, I mean, if they, if he's not taking 30, then I don't know, man, he's, He's he's a good I mean look he's a good leader he does all the things right. right he seems very likable and marketable and all that stuff all the intangible stuff that people like about you know quarterbacks and what you'd want in your quarterback but again the numbers don't help his cause 
the red zone offense has been inefficient at times. We don't know if that dude can go out and win you a ball game late in the season, right? Just go out there and win us this. I just, I don't know. We haven't seen that yet. So for him to turn down 30 mil and expect like he's going to get anything more than that to me, unless something dramatic changes this season, that's, that's the only way that I could see that going in his favor. So. No, I, I don't have any affinity for the Cowboys, but that I agree. That's, that's definitely what they should do. And if he was offered 30, he is crazy for turning. His agent, at least. I don't know, man. That's And the agent's got to be thinking what I'm thinking as well. And if he's not, he's a fool. Because, <laughs> look, if the Cowboys suck, they are still the Cowboys. He's still going to get the Pepsi deal, blah, blah, blah. But if the Cowboys are good and they'll be that much better if he takes less, man, I mean, they haven't won a Super Bowl since 94. If you think if you think he's marketable now, it doesn't even matter if he wins the Super Bowl MVP or what. <laughs> Just goes there. Just go to the playoffs. Go to the playoffs. Silly. I mean, so no, I mean, I just I think the system is broken. Not because I think like, I want people to get bread. So and, yeah, no, and, and they're handing out the checks. Exactly. But the NFL's making I just think there's something to be I think Simmons talks about it a little like continuity and players staying with the team a lot. like basketball it's whatever like and that's the difference is if you're the league football is one of those things like certain positions yes you can like Ed Reed could probably play anywhere right but there's something to be said for the fluidity of NBA. Like it's pretty easy to just go, just hop from city to city, team to team, because the sport and is find the way, your way. That's the way the sport is. Yeah. Um, whereas football, I just think everybody benefits by guys staying with a team with a system longer, especially if it's going well. Obviously. Well, the but, thing about football too is you know this, like everything needs to be working cohesively, and like from, I mean. The locker room to on the field, like if one thing gets – if one one player makes a, mis- a mistake on a play, then the whole thing can be shot. Um, so, no, yeah. The I, example I think of is obviously with two and Trevor Lawrence, they came into – like certain positions, even key positions now in football, excuse me, we're seeing younger guys – have a chance and succeed, but could you imagine? And this is where the biggest, like, I'm just this is the, my best example for the biggest difference between football and basketball, and why I think continuity is would be better for the NFL, and that's how they should structure their contracts or just whatever the the system. Could you imagine one and dones in football? What that would look like? How much worse the football would be? Oh my god! Like, let's just say Alabama. Let's say the top ten got. The vast I mean, majority this- of the top recruits, but they're allowed to leave after one year. Oh, the programs that took the second tier guys and they stayed for three or four years would absolutely murk them. I agree. And that's part of what, you know, college football yeah. is so great is guys have to stay. Look, I'm not, again, there's certain guys who probably could come out early, but that's pretty dangerous for someone who's still growing <laughs> to, to be playing in the NFL. Right, and you probably don't have the I mean, skill yet at certain positions to do it because there's a. I mean, I feel like depending on your position, there's a certain level of development that needs to take place, and you're 
Yeah. I mean, what's wild, mm-hmm. like, can you think of anybody other than this Trevor Lawrence dude? But where even, it's even been where the idea's even been thrown out that like this kid could have came out after his freshman year. That's because developed early, plays a position where they don't really get hit anymore, hit like they used to. And the, it looks like the mind part of the game. Obviously, college is simplified, but like one guy. And in basketball, we have I'm, 30 every year. I mean, if you want to throw out probably Jadavion Clowney, I think Maurice Claret going back to when we were growing up was. But he even, I mean, that was. I'm just thinking about guys that have even been in that situation where maybe they could have done that. Especially at the quarterback position, no. Maybe at a skill position, a running back, but no. It's it's wild, and the NFL needs to get it right. And hopefully in the 2021 CBA, they can come to a good agreement that's going to benefit the players, the management, and then, of course, the fans. So we'll see what happens. Um, I want to switch gears. We have our first game of the season tomorrow. Your Packers, I think, are going to Soldier Field to play the Bears. Bears are favored by three points to me. For me, I've, we can talk about the game, but I think that this is the year we're finally going to get the Packers in the Super Bowl, get a brady Rodgers matchup. I know you're probably pumping the brakes on that, but I think LaFleur is going to be so much better than what McCarthy did, and I think that we're going to see a much more fluid and effective offense tomorrow night where Rodgers is going to have more freedom, one, and two, I think he's going to be healthy, which is going to be huge. What do you, uh, as a Packers fan, what are you looking to see tomorrow? What am I looking to see? A dub, baby. A dub. Uh, no, I'm excited. I think uh, I was telling Azan about the culture, um, about how Green Bay is run and guys probably stay two, three plus years too long because it's a loyal, I mean, it's a town. And they're loyal to guys who did a good job and that gives them some extra leeway. So I am excited. I've been looking for either McCarthy to change or to bring somebody in who is different for a few years now. Uh, doesn't, you know, the fact that he came comes from the McVay tree tree is exciting for sure. Younger guy. Um, we'll see if he resonates with Rogers. You know, Simmons makes some jokes about how Rogers like moving into the, latter parts of his career he's become more annoying than anything um like he knows how good he is which i definitely i just knowing some more about him that not everybody gets to see behind the curtains on uh i can totally see that and he's somewhat of a prima donna and i'd like to see that end i'm excited for a new offense they spent a lot on d they drafted a lot of Used a lot of draft capital on D as well, which was poorly needed, desperately needed. So, yeah, I mean, you saw the Bears go from three and thirteen to twelve and fourteen. Uh, there is usually a team that did not. There's multiple teams that didn't make the playoffs the year before that usually go on to have really good years, and I would say they're probably a prime candidate because of who plays quarterback and they update their system. So. I, I mean, they, they definitely have a shot. It's a rivalry game. He did say that they, I think LaFleur said he's going to give Rodgers all the yeah. freedom in the world to do what he wants at the line if he sees something, which is good. So I feel like if LaFleur lets him do that, and I think if he makes it more of a partnership rather than the typical coaching structure that we see, 
I think that it can work. And I'm sure LaFleur is doing that. Um, comes from the McVay tree. Some football things that I think we should look forward to. Hopefully they'll target backs earlier on early downs. Um, they didn't do that a lot last year. So hopefully they can be more efficient on first down, um, set up their offense better, and then score more points, be better in the red zone. And then, you know, they're better there. Their defense is probably good enough. Like you said, they've spent some money on defense. They're my pick to come out of the NFC. So I think Rodgers is going to remind everybody this year why he's that dude. From the Bears side of, thing, side of things, not that we're Bears fans, but through reading through Warren Sharp's book, there's a lot of cap hits that come into place next year for them. I feel like this is the last year where they can really do it. Again, a team that's kind of strangled by the cap has one year to put this together, and I feel like most of it's going to rely off of Trubisky and how Nagy is going to get the most out of him. Any thoughts on the Bears and, and what we could see from them? Uh, well, probably more of the same. It worked for him last year, right? I mean, yeah. you probably want to have a better, just improved progression all, and build off of that. Yeah probably going to be hard to repeat what they did on D. I mean, they'd obviously be ecstatic if they did because they were unreal in almost every single category. They are losing Vic Fangio. Which um, is so, yeah, I was going to say is what's interesting about these two teams is, in my theory, is a lot of teams in the NFL. I mean, there's probably a handful in Tier 1 that if they stay healthy, they have a, a really good shot. And if the coach doesn't get in the way. Right they have a really good shot. What you see with these two teams is one who bears didn't really add anything. Not that they had to, but they didn't add anything. Packers added a lot on D, which was a sore spot and they replaced the offensive coaching staff, which we'll see, but hopefully is an improvement. Whereas the bears didn't add any and lost a really good defensive coach. Right? So what that means, no idea how you quantify that preseason, but that's just things to look at. And the fact that haha Clinton Dix, who has now become more of a haha than than anything, I thought he was good early in his career, but he's kind of been exposed when he <laughs> went to Washington last year. And I, I don't know what they're I, I I would look for Green Bay to target him. <laughs> Cause it's not like he's gonna have any knowledge on the Packers system from when he was there it's completely new and he's not a great safety (laughs) so I mean they have enough pieces everywhere else I love Aaron Jones not to flip-flop but I mean I expect a really good game it should you know a lot of people have these two teams is really good I think the other two teams in the division probably got worse so no, it should be it should be fun, but it'll be interesting to watch how the Bears cope with losing Fangio and how they improve the offense um, in year two, which it should right more more uh, familiarity with Nagy and Trubisky. Um, add some wrinkles. You said that they were the twentieth most efficient passing offense and had the ninth easiest. Schedule from a pass defense standpoint. Yeah, and it gets tougher for them um, this year. So, so 
yeah, if they can improve off that again, I mean, he's another year in the league, another 16 games. He, he did have some big numbers, although the one game that sticks out was the Bucks when they had seventh string corners. <laughs> the Bucks too. <laughs> uh, at home. So, no, nah, I mean, I, I fully expect a good game. I don't know how much this one game will show us for the whole season, uh, but I'm excited for these two teams to be the ones that kick off season 100. I'm stoked. I'm ready. We'll do something like this where we'll do a preview for the game of the week and then maybe just a side conversation moving forward instead of going through each team throughout the league on every podcast because that just can get long and kind of boring. So thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Uh, if you're on TikTok, go find me on TikTok. I just posted my first <laughs> video, did a little 60-second NFL preview, um, doing stuff on Instagram as well. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. And until next time, we will talk to you soon.